Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome to the program. It's uh, Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Tom, the first name. Danger, the middle name. And uh, good to be here with you as always. And uh, we are talking about, uh, would you rather lose your wallet or your cell phone or your purse? Have you ever lost any of those items? And have you ever found any of those items? Did you get them back? Did you get them back intact? One girl lost a wallet. It was returned, but... Everything was cleaned out of it cash-wise. And any letter carrier out there, please give us a call. I can't see and don't read the text board. That's just for traffic on my show. Uh, some hosts read it. I just I can't see it, and I don't read it, and I'm not a big fan of it. So don't even bother. I mean, seriously, it's like don't even bother. You're wasting your time texting because it's just not something I look at. Um 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. So far, caller of the topic has been the dude who found a purse with $1,400 in it, and he turned it into lost and found, and the lady came back, whose purse it was, with the $1,400, offered the guy $50 reward, and he, he turned it down. Really? I'd like to expand it just a little bit. If you have ever lost a pet, if you've ever lost a pet, did somebody actually read the collar and call you and say, hey, I've got your dog over here? Does anybody else have a recurring dream about that? Anybody else? I always have this dream where I'm finding somebody's pet and tracking them down. It's the weirdest thing. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And uh, I, do you believe that a lot of this, how you would react if you found like 1400 bucks, is in how you were raised? Did your mom and dad raise you that way? Or did your mom and dad raise you to, hey, somebody's stupid enough to leave a wallet, you clean it out. And letter carriers, if... Somebody finds a wallet. Is it still true that you put it in a mailbox and you guys deliver it free of charge at the Postal Service? I'd kind of like to know that. I think a lot of people would. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And anybody ever get a call that we found your pet? You see, all these signs on telephone poles, lost cat, lost dog, lost gerbil, um, 
That's in my neighborhood. And uh, the, the gerbil one. I often wonder, don't you, if those signs ever work? Do they ever work? Let's go uh, to Lisa on WBN. So Lisa lost a wallet. She yeah. was out partying with the girls. Yes. And whoever found the wallet called your house. Your dad answered, said nothing about any reward. Uh, but uh, I, for, refresh my memory, did the caller ask if there was a reward? No, no, she did not. Wow. See, why why bother making the call and then ripping somebody off? I, yeah, I thought that myself, too. It, it was a little strange. But then when nobody showed up in, you know, the next day or two, and all of a sudden, you know, our mailman brought it back, it was like, okay. <laughs> and nothing did, was in it, you know? Did your dad so, ask for a call-back number? No, no. No. I'm sure you had words with Dad about that. Um, and I'm presuming this was the day before caller ID. Oh, yeah. This was 1980. Yes. We didn't have caller ID until well after 1980, as you well know. You used yeah. to have to call Madge at the switchboard and say, who just called me? <laughs> and then she yeah. says, the call is coming from the cemetery. Um, it's a Twilight Zone episode. Well, thank you very much, Lisa. I'm glad you got the wallet back, but shame on the person who took the money, bitch. Yeah. Um, yeah, tell me about it. Yep. Thank you kindly. I appreciate it. And, hey, in 1980, 200 bucks was a, a fair amount of money. Now, it's like, hey, look, I almost filled my gas tank. Here is Mindy in Wilson. Mindy, you're on WBEN. What's your story? Uh, so a couple of years ago, I was driving uh, on my way to work through Lancaster, and I noticed a wallet sitting on the side of the road because it was like a 30-mile-an-hour. And so I turned around, and I picked it up, and inside there was um, an ID, and then there was a business card, but there was, like, no way that I could find this guy, and, and his address wasn't anywhere near where I found it. So I looked on Facebook. I found his business. I contacted him that way, left him a message. He called me back. And I told him where I lived, and he came and picked it up. And, uh, you know, I left everything in there, and he wanted to offer me all the money that was in there. And I said, no, no, it's fine. I just i am glad that I found you. And he literally took it all out and, like, pretty much forced me to take it. And he was so appreciative because I guess all the other stuff in there besides the cash was more important. And he didn't um, lose any of that. And he was like, where did you find it? And I told him, he's like, oh, I was at my buddy's overnight. He's like, I must have put it on the hood of my car and just drove off. And and so people do that all the time with leftovers. Have you ever noticed that? Yes. <laughs> You'll see pizza <laughs> boxes coffee. in the middle of the road for no reason, but we know the reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're coffee. a wonderful, Mindy, you're a wonderful person. May I ask how much money was in the wallet? It was like $60, $70. I mean, it was a nice, I wasn't expecting it, but, um, you know, I was very appreciative and, um, I did deny it, you know, because it's the right thing to do. But he was just like, no, please. And I was like, okay. <laughs> you you could have done a Don Corleone. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. There you go, yeah. Look how he massacred my boy. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> uh, Mindy, I applaud you, and I think everybody's applauding you for being a wonderful person. And uh, the dude... Clearly, 60 or 70 bucks didn't mean a lot to him, but whatever. Was there anything in that wallet that might have been compromising? Like he's a married guy and, hey, here's the girlfriend's phone number. Yeah, no, I didn't go that far into it. I, uh, it was Like I said, it was the business card, his ID, and then it was he owned a business on Facebook. 
So. Well, that is wonderful, Mindy. Uh, obviously, your parents did a great job raising you as well. Uh, thank you. Thank you kindly. I appreciate the uh, phone call. Have you ever lost or found a cell phone or a wallet? And how did the situation resolve? And the same thing with a pet. All these signs on all these polls, I always wonder, don't you, if they really work? Here's Dennis in Amherst on WBEN. Dennis, you're on. Hello. Hi. Uh, I'd like to make a point about four different instances where I found something and returned it. And one out of the four times I was rewarded for it. Not that I'm looking for rewards, but my wife and I, we're mall walkers. So we're out quite a bit and we happen to find things because we're there. Uh, One particular time, I'm going to walk in the mall and I find it on the side of the road, the side of the street, a wallet. So I pick up the wallet and I look for the guy's name in there. It's loaded with money. He's got about 150 bucks in there. So I'm looking for the guy's name, and I find it, and then I go to the phone book, and I'm trying to track this guy down so I can call him up and give him his wallet back. So I find a phone number. I call it up. It winds up being his aunt, and I says, is Joe there? And she said, no, that's my nephew. So she finally hooked me up with the guy. I called him up. He comes to the house. I give him his wallet, and he says, thanks, and walks away. It's not that I'm looking for a reward. But I'll tell you, if I lost my wallet and I had just, say, $100 in there, I'd make sure I gave that person well over half of what's there because I literally had lost that wallet. That, that money is gone as far as I'm concerned. The big thing is you got to renew your license. All oh, your yeah. Cards. There's, there's a lot of work involved in doing that stuff. Well, the good news is here in for you. well the, the good news is though, sir, here in Erie County, under the guidance of uh, Mickey Kearns, the DMV is actually not that bad to go to. Uh, Mickey Kearns has done a great job with DMV. So, uh, but getting getting back to it, I, I think what I hear you saying is it would have been nice if you had been offered a reward. Like a- etiquette, I think etiquette uh, is you should at least offer the reward. I would also argue that. The other etiquette is you decline the reward, but it would be nice to be offered. Absolutely. And, and that's, I'm, I'm not looking for a reward. Right. I'm looking for something more than thank you. I mean, it's just, it's just not right. And i got to be honest now, I'm so aggravated about some of the people that I've run into that I'm starting to think the next time I find it, maybe I'll do that and just take the money and run. And put the put the wallet in a in a mailbox. It's, if you're not rewarded or even acknowledged for what you do, then you really get down on it for for trying to be a good citizen. But here here we get into a philosophical question: Isn't doing the right thing? Isn't doing virtue a reward unto itself? And if I might be, and I'm not religious, but what would Jesus do? Yeah, I I, I understand what you're saying, but it's. Well, maybe it's because I found so many things. Maybe that's why I'm starting to become so cynical about it. I've, you know, I found, here's another example for you, and this is the God's honest truth. In the Boulevard Mall, we're walking by the service desk, and next to the service on the floor is a $100 bill. I pick it up, of course. There's nobody there. I pick it up, and I start walking. My wife and I, we're walking. We walk around the mall. I see a friend of mine that I worked with. And and this guy, I, I went up to him and I says, hey, Marty, I says, look what I found. 
And he, this is the God's honest truth. He said, that's my $100 bill. He dropped, he was over there buying lottery tickets. He dropped the $100 bill. He talked to the, he went back and talked to the service representative there and said, has anybody turned in a $100 bill? I, I didn't question him because he's not lying to me. I know that. So I give him his $100 bill back, and, and I was happy about it, you know, happy for him. So he, in, in turn, he later on, he rewarded me because I know the guy. I worked with him. The last incident that happened to me was in the, in the uh, parking lot of Wegmans. My wife and I were walking in to go shopping. I see a wallet laying next to a truck. I pick it up. My wife and I, we, we look at it. We, we go in the mall, in the store, excuse me, and we're talking to the service representative and say, can you uh, um, uh, page this person for us? We went in there, and we're waiting for him, and, and nobody's coming to the desk. Nobody's coming. They, they paged them twice for us. So my wife actually asked one of the other customers, are you this person? And he said, no. He looked at my wife like we're crazy. And he said, no. So, you know, we're, we're being good citizens, so we hang on a little longer. We start to go out to the store, and I looked at the license, and it's got a picture, obviously, and I see a guy coming towards us, and it kind of looks like him. And, and I said, are you whatever your name is? And he said, yes, I am. So, so I says, well, tell me where you live. And he, he gave me his correct address, and I said, okay, this is your wallet. Here is. He saw it in my hand. And, you know, you could see the relief in his face. So I, I, I uh, give him his wallet back. He says, thank you, and adios, takes off, you know. So we're shopping. We go in shopping. It just took time for us, you know. We're, we're spending 10, 15 minutes waiting for somebody to show up. So we, we go in the, in the store. We're doing our shopping. We run across him again. And once again, he says, thank you, and that's it. Now, this guy had... This guy had well over $100 in his wallet. He had all his, his personal information, license, credit cards. He, he told me, he says, my whole life is in that wallet. And he thanks me again, and adios, that's it. See you later. Dennis, I, I must move on. I thank you very much for the phone call. What do you guys think of what he just said? Should you offer a reward? I think the argument could be made that you should always offer a reward, but if you found the wallet, you should always refuse the reward. You don't know what the person's economic circumstances are. That might have been his last hundred and whatever dollars in the world. If you're just joining us, uh, welcome to the show. Would you rather lose, if you had a choice, your cell phone or your wallet? Have you ever found a cell phone or a wallet? And if you've lost your cell phone or wallet, did you get it back? Did you get it back intact? Is it incumbent upon you to offer a reward? Is it incumbent upon the person offered the reward to decline the reward? I think you know what I would do. Um, I, there's no way I could accept a reward for doing the right thing because isn't doing the right thing a reward unto itself? Because you still have to look at yourself in the mirror. Do we expect a reward when we open a door for somebody? Do we expect a reward if we pull over on the side of the road and help somebody change a flat tire? Methinks no. Back to the calls on WBEN. Here's Wayne in uh, West Seneca. Wayne, hello. Uh, how you doing, Tom? Yes, sir. Hey, Tom, I'm a, I'm a mailman. And uh, the thing with the blue collection boxes is true. 
if you do drop a wallet in there, post office will mail it to your house. Seriously, do they? Do you guys put it in packaging, or did he just drop the wallet off his found? No, we put actually put it in one of our envelopes and actually mail it to him. Okay, I'm happy that that is still a thing. Did uh, how long have you been a letter carrier, sir? Uh, twenty eight years. And in the twenty eight years, when you have been uh, opening up the mailboxes, roughly how many wallets have you found put in there? Uh, just in like the last two years, it's probably been no thirty. Whoa! I thought it was going to be three, four, thirty wallets. Yes. And yes. were most of them cleaned out of cash, or did they contain cash? Uh, what they do is when it when it comes to us, you got to have you and another employee have to verify opening the wallet together, and uh, you got just to get the person's uh, address, ID, whatever that. You're not allowed to go through the wallet. Just you just get whatever you can to ID them, and then that's it. Wow. Uh, well, thank you, Wayne, for what you do for America. I don't think people appreciate the service of our letter carriers. But, uh, I mean, frankly, I think most of us could do without these damn political mailings, which just go right into the recycle bin anyway and never read them. But uh, thank you for what you do for us. Hey, uh, Tom, I do have one story about finding uh, money. You know what? Uh, it's going to have to wait until after the news break because the radio station is kind of sold out right now. So I'm going to put you back on hold, or Josh will put you on hold, and we'll uh, find the story. We'll get the story about finding money after the news at 5:30. So yeah, if you find a wallet, you feel comfortable doing it, put it in a post office uh, receptacle, a mailbox, and uh, they have a procedure in place where the content should be safely returned to the owner. And if I know letter carriers the way I think I know letter carriers, they're not going to rip off your wallet in between the time they get it from the mailbox and they get back to uh, the post office from which they are dispatched. They are they are salt of the earth people. Never met a horrible person who is a letter carrier. Have you? 803-0930 on News Radio 930 WBEN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome to the program. And uh, we're asking you. Would you rather lose your cell phone or your wallet? Have you ever lost your cell phone or your wallet? Did you get it back? 
And have you ever found anybody's cell phone or wallet? What did you do? Do you expect a reward? See, a lot of people would say that doing the right thing, doing virtue, is its own reward. Somebody else has said earlier that karma is a bitch. And etiquette probably dictates that you should offer a reward, but etiquette also dictates that if offered a reward for doing the right thing, you say no. You may agree or disagree with that, but that's the way I see it anyway, for what it's worth. Um, Wayne is uh, in West Seneca. Wayne is a letter carrier. And he has confirmed that if you do find a wallet, you can drop it into a mailbox and the United States Postal Service will return the wallet via the mail to its rightful owner. But you were going to tell a story before we had to break. Oh, yeah, Tom. I was uh, delivering mail on my mail route. I delivered to a uh, doctor's office. And as I'm walking into the doctor's office, next to the curb is an envelope full of money. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty thick. So I go in there, and as I get in there, at the counter, there's a lady in there, frankly, going through her purse. She came in there to pay her bill, but she couldn't find the money. So I actually handed her the envelope and uh, you know, uh, walked out. She thanked me, and I said, you're welcome. But it's just the right thing to do. Did you ever think for a moment that, and I'm not trying to rag on any previous caller, did you ever think for a moment that she should have offered me some of that dough? No, never. Never. No, I, I'm a I'm a I'm a Marine. And our policy is you do the right thing all the time. You can't go wrong. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you very much, Wayne. I appreciate it. And again, further verification if you need it, that letter carriers are the salt of the earth. I've got an awesome letter carrier. Dude is awesome. I mean, he's he's tremendous. He's just over the top, nice and full of service. I hope you have one just like I do. Let's go to Doug in Niagara Falls on WBEN. Welcome, Doug. How you doing, Tom? You know, uh, the short story, but my parents always taught me to be, you know, very, very honest in what it doesn't belong to me isn't mine. And my young sons and I were at shopping at this supermarket, Tops, and we were just checking out. I looked on the ground, and there's this huge wad of money. And I went, wow, we could use this. But I got called the manager over. And I said, I just found this, and he says, okay, you know, I took it. And then as I turned around behind me, I heard this guy say, he was with his kid, little kid. So I know no one really turns his money probably anymore, but did someone turn in a lot of my money was his pay for two weeks? And I said, and he goes, that guy does. And then he just gave back the money, and that guy just gave me the nod. I didn't want anything. Um, I wanted to show that, you know, it's best to, to give it back, you know, not ask for anything, just... Give him his money back. He was very happy. <laughs> Doug, just explain to people how it made you feel to do that, because I think the argument could be made that the feeling that you got from doing the right thing far exceeds any joy you would have gotten for any money you would have received. Yeah, that's good. You know, the look on the man's face, looking down at his two kids, when he was asking the manager, that would anybody really turn in that much money? And when he said yes, he looked at him, and then he pointed over to me, and he just, the smile on that man's face or the look of relief was more than enough payment for anything. It was nice. Doug, that's a great story. That's what we're looking for today. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Take care, Tom. You bet. Let's go to Chad 
in Cheektowaga. Chad, you're on WBEN. Have you ever lost or found a wallet or a cell phone? Thanks, Tom. Great topic. Yes, and I'll be um, respectful and fast. Um, I was a waiter in Charlotte, North Carolina in my mid-20s, struggling, going to school, dirt poor, living on ramen noodles. Um, I had a table. It was a couple, and their bill was about 48 bucks at the time, uh, working my tail off. When they left, he left me about, I think it was $1.73 in nickels, dimes, and pennies. Oh. Um, I'm just, just exhausted, tired, like just so frustrated. And it's not my work, work I, I'm a workhorse. And I'm like, I can't believe that. So as I'm cleaning the table, I, I see a bank envelope on the seat. So I pick it up, and there's $1,200 in the bank envelope. And I'm like, I easily could have taken the money. It would have been the easiest thing to do ever, but I believe, you know, in karma, and I was raised the right way. I told my manager what happened. I told him what they left me, what they tipped me. I gave it to my manager. He put it in the bank. And I said, I know the guy's going to come back for it. I said, but I'm going to give him the envelope. You're going to make, you're going to let me give him the envelope. He and he was like, all right, I'll let you give it to him. So he comes back, not to mention driving an absolutely beautiful Harley Davidson. I know this thing costs a small fortune. So he comes in and he's just like, hey, I left an envelope. And so I walk up to the customer and he's just like, hey, did you find my envelope? I go, I did. I said, but I go, how was your service tonight? And he's like, well, it was okay. I'm like, Tell me, what there, if, was there a problem with your service tonight? He's like, well, it was just okay. He's like, I go, because your bill was $48, and you left me $1.73 in nickels, dimes, and pennies. And I found your $1,200 um, bank envelope. I said, you're lucky it was me who waited on you. I said, handed the envelope, and I said, now you have a good night. <laughs> I mean, shame. You could just see the shame in his face. I and love he, this! And Did- as he's walk, he's walking out the door, just head to the ground. He and I was just watching him, and he stopped at the door, and he turned around and just still head down, handed me a twenty dollars, and just walked out without a word. <laughs> I the best. Okay, you win the world today, sir. You win the. You have just won the world. Anybody you'd like to thank uh, for winning the world? Mom, Dad. Um, my parents. Yeah, thank you. That is that is such a phenomenal story. Struggling college student living on ramen noodles gets a crappy tip. Dude leaves twelve hundred bucks in good old U.S. currency. Struggling college student could have pocketed it after getting a crappy tip, but he doesn't. He turns it into the manager with the proviso that when the dude comes back, he Chad gets to hand him the envelope, and I love the way you verbally basically called him a uh, jerk without doing it, and head down, coming back, giving you the 20. Chad, well done. Well done in every respect. And uh, I'm surprised a Harley dude would be a skinflint with money. Yeah, I could see um, people on crotch rockets, but not Harley people. 
<laughs> I was I was raised the right way. I couldn't do it, and I could have easily have taken that easily have taken that money. Chad and just said a customer. I said, "Hey, I'm sorry. A customer must have walked by and took it. I didn't see it." Chad, I think a lot of women would like your phone number right now because they'd like you to be the father of their children. <laughs> Fact, Chad, I'm kind of wanting to date you right now myself. Uh, thank. Well, you did work in the restaurant industry. Not uncommon. Chad, thank you very much. Not Great anymore. Th- thank God. <laughs> thank you very much. Appreciate it. Um, thank you, Tom. Okay, he he wins the world today. Unless we got a better story coming up. Is there anybody who wasn't going, yeah, with that story? Come on. Here's Andy in East Aurora. Welcome, sir. You're on WBEN. Hi, Tom. How are you? Yes, sir. Uh, I've got a cell phone story for you. So back in 2006, I was living on Chautauqua Lake, and I was a facility manager there. One Friday night, uh, some of us decided to take a boat trip down to Bemis Point and hear a band and hang out at a bar and course we stayed too long drank too much uh i had a work issued cell phone now this is 2006 it's a a flip phone um apparently i left it on the dock as we were leaving this place and uh where was it the italian fisherman uh the uh, uh the the casino oh the casino of course yeah great times used to like riding the ferry until he punched me off his back but yeah yeah (laughs) uh, I get home, realize I don't have my work cell phone. I own my own cell phone at the time. Uh, One of my friends calls the bar and says, yeah, we've got one that was turned in here. It must be yours. So uh, our designated driver goes down, picks it up. By the time they got back, I was passed out. Early the next morning, I got a phone call from my best friend, and he says, uh, what were you doing last night? I said, oh, we were just out having a good time. He's like, you need to look at your text messages. I'm like, what do you mean? He says, just look at at your text message. So I opened my phone. I swear, I about had a heart attack. Uh, Everything started going black around me as I read this. There's a text message outgoing to every other person in my address book that says, I want to have sex with you like crazy. Good now, God. This, in- this included staff that I had at the time. It included my boss. It included my ex-wife, my sister. I, I-, I about had a heart attack. I couldn't believe what I was reading. So uh, <clears throat> make a long story short, I sent out a-, a-, a message individually to each of these people saying, what happened? You know, I was at a bar last night. A prankster got a hold of my phone and and uh, apparently had some fun with it before they turned it in. But, uh, yeah, I, I could have lost a job over it. You, you, know? you could have I mean, been sued. A, you could have lost a job. The onus yeah. would have been on you, right, to prove that you didn't send those messages. Yeah, I'm, I could have been yeah accused of sexually harassing staff and all kinds of things. You could have been um, me too Yeah, yeah. Fortunately... No one, you know, everybody understood and, and had a sense of humor about it. But holy crap, I'll tell you, what a what a heart-stopping experience to see that on my screen. <laughs> well, okay, to lose your phone is heart-stopping enough. To see that the person who found your phone sent 
I want to have sex with you so bad messages to every other person in your contact list. That's 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 a widow maker right there. It w- yeah, yeah. It was uh, really just uh, one of those experiences you never forget. And I, I've never called in. I enjoy the show. But when I heard this subject, I was like, yeah, I got something that's pertinent. <laughs> yeah, you certainly did, man. All right, you almost win the world today. Thank you very much. <laughs> Very entertaining, very entertaining call. Uh, Bemis Point around uh, Chautauqua Lake. Um, they've got uh, two, three, four nice restaurants in that area. Probably a few more by now, but uh, check it out. Lots of fun. Uh, of course, the Hotel Lenhart. Can't forget that. Beautiful front porch. Let's go to maybe not in 40-degree weather, but just saying. Have you lost a wallet? Have you lost a phone? Have you found a wallet or a phone? If you lost it, did you get it back? 8030930. Here's Clark in Buffalo on WBEN. Hello. Hello. You know, this is the uh, second time today it's happened on that particular line. I'm starting to wonder if that line is the problem. Um, so let's go to Sandy in Tonawanda. Josh, could you make a note that's the second time today that line has been an issue? Because it was with Mike in Brant earlier. Here is uh, Sandy in Tonawanda. You're on WBEN. Welcome. Hi. My story can't beat those last two. (laughs) Um, My husband and I were in a doctor's office one time waiting for him to go in for a diagnosis of something. And there was an older gentleman and his wife next to us, very well dressed. And he got up and they went into the office and... A little while later, my husband looked down, and there was a wallet on the ground, and so he picked it up on the floor, and, you know, he didn't even look in it. He just went over to the woman at the the desk and said, uh, I think this must belong to that gentleman that just went in there. Um, And they walked up and went back, and we thought nothing of it. And a few minutes later, we were called back, and I had gone in with my husband because he needed another pair of ears, you know. And uh, we came out, and I went up to the desk to pay the copay. And the woman said, that man with the wallet paid your copay, and he asked me to give you this envelope. And I opened up the envelope, and there was a little note in there that said, I hope this blesses your family. And there was a $100 bill in there. And there's no way we would have ever asked for something like that. It was like a big surprise. But, I mean, there was no way of catching up with him. He was gone. Wow. And they could not give you the guy's name because of HIPAA. No, uh, but I mean, it was just it's kind of funny the way it happened. He just, I, I just got a weird feeling off of it. Like when maybe, he was sitting there off of him, just a some kind of a vibe that he was, I don't know. But, it, and it actually had come at a time when we needed it. Now, wait, wait, I'm scared, you, you, wait, what kind of a vibe? Please describe the vibe this guy was throwing off because you were going somewhere, then you cut yourself off. What was it? He just this really composed I I can't explain it there was just something almost surreal about him like he just was really composed and he looked really content for some reason for being in a doctor's office I just noticed him um he was just he was very nicely dressed um so was his wife and it just you noticed them and it, and it just kind of surprised me that a person like him would, like, lose his wallet. I, and I don't know why I thought that. Wow. <laughs> so organized and put together. I mean, I'm more the person that, you know, I could forget 
something anywhere I go, but they just seemed so with it, the two of them. And um, afterwards, my husband was like, you know, that was just really odd that that came at a time when we really needed it. And he said, as soon as um, things get better for us, we really ought to take $100 and give it to someone else that needs it. And we did end up doing that. We gave it to somebody who uh, was having a hard time paying their rent. Well, um, as young people actually in our church, yeah, that had been in our youth group years before. So, but it, it was just, I go, what? What do you mean? She goes, oh, your copay is paid. That that gentleman, that was his wallet. <laughs> and I said, is he gone? And she says, yeah, he's been gone a bit, you know, because we, we were back there a while. And uh, it was just an odd experience. The the way know. you describe it, it makes it sound so mysterious. But obviously, thank you for what you did. If the dude is listening with his well-dressed wife, I hope they're listening. Thank you. And I especially would like to thank you for not using the phrase, you paid it forward. Thank you for that. Oh, no, I don't look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. Guys, I, thank you so much for the call. I, I'm sorry I can't get to everybody again today. Um I might bring this topic back maybe sooner rather than later. I'm not sure, but it, I, it's very, very interesting because different people have different takes on this. And we heard a big, uh, a big variety of stories, what uh, we're trying to say. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.